Welcome to Season 8 of DJ Breast Cancer. This season is all about sharing the written word. Know that your story matters. It is about how our words have power. It is poetry with a little bit of purpose. Writing has been so therapeutic for me, especially in the midst of the difficult chapters in my life. Putting pen to paper somehow helps me take some of the pain and worry and give it a name. It feels less scary when I see it scrawled in my journal in my own handwriting. One part messy and one part message. Unlocking the secret voice inside of me, the doubts and the fears. Do you want to know the why behind the poems and the stories? When in doubt, write it out. Remember, it's your story, your life. You can share as much or as little as possible. So take my hand. Let's find the light in the darkness. This episode is called Two Worlds. It's about having one foot in each world. The cancer world and the nostalgia of the pre-cancer world. Here it is, Two Worlds. When two worlds collide, my old world was great, happy, full of color. I had the man I waited for all my life. I had the job I had worked so hard to get. I had a beautiful home, a wonderful family, and I thought I had my health. I focused more on material possessions, my pre-cancer world. My other world was created on August 5th when my doctor confirmed I had cancer. A whole new world. One with doctor appointment after appointment. One with worry and sadness, therapy, chemotherapy, radiation. The one where you question your health. What makes you truly happy. How you want to live the rest of your life. Knowing it is truly finite. Work matters less. People matter more. My post-cancer world. These worlds collide, they intersect, and what is in the middle is a bit of both worlds. It's the strength and motivation that you wake up with each day to live your life with purpose. It's the positive energy you bring to work in cancer. It's the passion you fight with tooth and nail. It is difficult living with one foot in each world. You feel like you don't truly belong in either. The cancer world still feels like a nightmare you will wake up from. Your pre-cancer world feels make-believe, plastic. My cancer world will always be there, in the rearview mirror, a constant reminder. But with each passing day and every celebration of my birthday, I will inch closer and closer to my old world. I hope to make my circles bigger and more meaningful. So there you have it, two worlds. Um, so yeah, you can you can feel the old world. You know, it's kind of that nostalgia. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot in the cancer community about this pre-cancer world. And you can kind of feel that reference with the full of color theme um, that's mentioned there. And it's kind of also this feeling of like, it's too good to be true. There's kind of this fake or phony and not really knowing the whole picture in this old world. It's the naivety, you know, that kind of comes up in a lot of my poems. So, you know, it's, it's good, but you're also just kind of living without really living with a purpose. And then this new world of cancer, you know, I I say it, so many appointments. (laughs) I think we all have been there where, you know, especially at the beginning of cancer, it's just 
overwhelming the amount amount of appointments and lots of things with therapy in it too, you know? (laughs) So, um, yeah, there's that. And then you kind of just are questioning it all. Like, am I going to live? Am I going to live a long life? Am I going to be retired? Am I going to, you know, have a job? Am I going to still be able to function? Am I going to be able to do all these things that I had originally hoped to do? There's just this whole finite part that cancer brings out of you. And you really just kind of sit back and you're not sure. There's a lot of just question marks thrown off, thrown into the air. And then, you know, this intersection of these, you know, managing with one foot in each of these circles. And that's really difficult because you don't really feel like you belong. You don't really feel like this cancer patient because you just came from this other world. And yet you don't really feel like you belong in this other place, you know, where people are just kind of more trivial or talking about silly things. And again, not that as a cancer patient, you, you know, I I loved my People magazines. I loved my time with my friends. I wanted to still be fun and be free and be silly. But there's just this like now knowing that it's not, it's so much more than that. And it's, it's kind of hard to manage all that. And you see people, you know, upset about silly things and it kind of really works you up because you know now what really are things to be upset about. And so you're kind of standing here straddling both of these worlds. And, you know, I, I do thinking back, you know, the the part about passing each day and every celebration of my birthday. And, you know, I, I mean, as a person, I used to like my birthday. I mean, who, who doesn't like having a birthday celebration, having friends over, celebrating? Um, I had a January birthday growing up as a kid in the Midwest. And so constantly my birthday... Uh, was kind of full of disappointments. It would always be canceled or, you know, family couldn't make it from out of town because of blizzards or, you know, whatever. So weather was definitely an impact with um, me growing up. But, you know, I, I mean, I like my birthdays, but I wasn't one of those people that had to celebrate like a birthday month or like would go crazy or like expect the world. You know, I just wanted a little bit of love and attention on my birthday. Who doesn't? But I do think after cancer... It's really gotten so much more important to me. It's like celebrating that I'm here on this earth one more year and I'm proud of it and I'm really happy and there's things that I want to do on my birthday and I want to celebrate. So I've been tending these last couple of years to go to Florida for my birthday and make a big deal. Uh, I love to go to the ocean. I like to put my feet into the water. There's something about just, you know, running on the sand and being in the ocean that just make me feel alive. And I think that that's so important, you know, after, after going through cancer that I just want to, you know, celebrate my birthday and do some fun things. And then I always get my German chocolate cake. That is definitely always part of my tradition too. And, you know, I, I think you do, you just, you can sense the positive arc kind of in this, that there still is this hope. There is this wanting to make my circles larger and it's really important to, um, you know, to, to try to understand that both worlds and it's, it's not easy when you're kind of in that middle of those intersections. So I would say now I, I'm kind of obviously more back into, more back into the circle of the pre-cancer world, um, you know, being eight years out plus from being, um, diagnosed 
you know, it's, it still feels, um, you know, still, it still hurts and you still understand that circle that's out there too. So I kind of feel like I'm standing <laughs> in the pre-cancer circle, but I have like, maybe I'm standing on one foot and just always hoping that that other foot stays in that circle, um, of, of being, you know, NED. So, so yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. And the whole image that's in the book, if you have my book from C to C, um, there is this kind of bridge and it, it's actually really beautiful because, um, Christy, um, she's living with metastatic disease. She provided this image for me, um, from one of her, you know, photography, um, sessions. She's a very talented and creative individual. And, you know, uh, there's another person, Emily Garnett, who I think you all know that I'm very close with, you know, I, I just loved her to death. And, um, you know, she, she passed away from metastatic disease in, um, March of 2020. And she always talked about building a bridge between the early stages and the late stages. Um, you know, cause a third of the early stage go on to get diagnosed with, um, metastatic disease of breast cancer. And that's, it's really humbling. And I, I think we need to do a better job of when you talk about these circles and you talk about these two worlds, it also could be a, a theme that you apply to early stage and late stage. And how do we not be so scared? How do we have real conversations? How do we drive positive, conversation forward to build that bridge between those two understanding as an early stager that you're not in the shoes of a late stager but also having empathy and love and respect and just I don't know not not shying away from it but leaning into it and being a light to those that are late stage and then how do we really get research and funding that is really going to drive the needle forward for late stage um, breast cancer disease so that's kind of where I'm at, and that's kind of how I look at it. And, you know, I Emily pushed me. She challenged me in so many ways to kind of see the world in a different lens, and I'm forever grateful for her to shine that light within me. Um, she encouraged me um, to, she inspired me to have more people uh, with metastatic disease on my podcast, even though I didn't really feel like maybe I wasn't, strong enough or the right person to carry that message. But now I realize, you know, it's a platform that we all need to talk about. And these two worlds are important, whether it's pre-cancer and cancer, or whether it's early stage and late stage, it's really important to have these conversations. And I encourage you, if you have fears, if you have conversation, talk to your doctor, you know, what does that look like for you? Um, and, and I, I just really want to drive research forward in terms of providing more solutions and more options. And all the proceeds from C2C go to Vera Bradley Foundation for Breast Cancer Research because that is so important to me that there are more clinical trials, that there are more options, that we are doing things that are truly driving the conversation forward. So next week is Outside Looking In. It's continuing this discussion on this feeling left out, this two worlds per se. So do you have a piece that you would like to share? Or maybe you're shy and want to have me read it on the podcast. Feel free to email me at djbreastcancer at gmail.com. We all have stories. What's yours? <laughs>